This is Kieran Murphy, the founder and presenter of the Across the Four Lakes podcast. Third round of the Senior Football Championships have concluded. In the quarterfinals, Bagnesons will play Old Lachlan while Aerol take on Mount Leinster Rangers. Both games throw in on Sunday at Netwatch Cullen Park. I have with me here Martin O'Mara, a selector with Bagnestown Gales. Martin, is it Mort or Martin? I see both names there around different places. I go by Mort, yeah. Mort is generally what everyone calls me, Karen, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, things are good down Bagnestown at the moment. You're in the quarterfinals, as I say, and um, you must be looking forward. Yeah, listen, we, we've kind of, we, at the start of the year, the aim was to get to a quarter final. We looked at the group and figured out that, that that's the aim. Um, something to look forward to. A local derby, I suppose. Not everyone expected O'Loughlin to get out of their group, but in fairness, they're there, definitely on merit. And, and probably, probably, I'd imagine on paper and in the bookies' eyes, they're probably favoured after coming through that the, the, the so called group of death. They did, yeah, yeah. They they were good against their org and um, who did they beat? Palatine, was it? Palatine, yeah. yeah. And the other side, Karen, like they were good in all three games. They are they are the top scorers in the championship across the board as well. So that that has that just doesn't happen by chance either. So like people write off, we can write off for locking at their pearl at the start of the year. But we're close enough to know. Um, a lot of lads that are involved in the squad, there's a massive crossover between our squad and their squad where lads play f- soccer with each other and would have went to school with each other, go to college with each other. So we're well used to and understand the ethos that's in the All Auckland. So we're we're no we're not looking at this to say All Auckland shouldn't be in a, in a, in the quarter final because they're de- they could have easily been in a semi final straight through if results had went their way on, on, on Sunday. Yeah, you're you're a gas man there because as you say, you you've done your homework and you realise that they are top scorers. But um, and having said that, you know, you talk about defences and that kind of stuff. I'm just thinking there as as we're talking, defence. You're going to need a strong defence. But Alan Corkin, is he um, around at the moment? He didn't play at the weekend. Is he? Yeah, Alfie was away. Alfie has not been away for the last two games, and um, we're hoping he he'll be available coming into the weekend. Like at the end of the day, Alfie's as good a, a defender as what's in the county, um, and. We're not 100% sure, but, but the hope is that he'll be available come Sunday at 3 o'clock. That's good, yeah, because I saw on your team this day when I saw the first name you look at, number three or number six, Alan Corcoran, mm. and he got there, and you're sort of saying, God, he's been hampered with injuries for a long time now, and yeah. what he'd have achieved, yeah. and all that he has achieved. If it wasn't for yeah. the injuries which he's got, that's it. Like that's it, and like, and and one thing I I, I have to say uh, as well, Kieran is, um. <laughs> the poor old media is after getting a terrible time in the last couple of weeks with the with all these number changes from from teams that are starting. But it wasn't ourselves or any the other clubs that put that in place. The county board said at the start of the year that they wanted uh, one to 20, 26 of a squad and have yeah. it for the first three rounds of the championship. So there's there's lads saying to me, "Why are you not giving lads the proper numbers where they're playing?" And they said, "Listen, lads, that wasn't our doing. The county board decided they want to have a squad of two, one to twenty six, and we can't predict who's going to play in week game one versus game three. So unfortunately, that's why all like, the numbers were changing. There's there's twenty fours and twenty sixes, like like lads playing professional soccer. There, there's number so many different numbers floating around the place. 
Yeah, listen, I won't, it wasn't Bagelson, and I'm not going to say who it was, but there was a match over the weekend. I won't say whether it's senior or intermediate, but there were six changes from mm. the team that was on the program. The county board are, are fantastic with programs. They really are. They, 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 they have them there the whole time. And right though, you're not going to get everything right. You know, a Saturday night, anything can no. happen Saturday night, a match on a Sunday. There's fierce critics for the county board at times. But as I tell you, when it comes to producing programs, they have them there for for every game. Junior game, yeah, yeah. and everything. And um, look, and the teams, I'm sure, do their best. There's some teams here, and look, one to fifteen is always a hundred percent right. Look, it's a struggle I know to, to get that side to a field as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it is, that's it. Like and yeah, and, and like you said, from week to week you don't know what way lads are. Even from the night before lads can be carrying knocks and you're hopeful that they'll get over the line and sometimes lads don't, so Yeah. And right now you talk about all Lachlan being the surprise package coming through, but I have a question there and say that it's taken a route we could have near enough predicted. You know, apart from the group of that, like, well, I was certainly have been predicting you to get into them at, at the very least to qualify. And that's happened. They're all, I thought, might have been a bit vulnerable, but um, they got through as well. Rat Philly and Tinroy at the top of the group. It's been predictable enough in many ways. It, ha- it, ha- it has, in a way, I suppose, like, losing pals so early is probably the, the first thing. But Deep down, Pal are missing eight to ten lads from their, from last year, which you, you can't you can't get away with that senior senior level in Carlos. Like anybody from outside of the county would be looking in and saying, Jesus, how come Pal didn't get through? But realistically, they're down numbers from last year, and there's not an awful lot between the the, the six the six, the the, the, uh, the eight teams in the county. Like like Fenna have lost all three games, but could have got a result again. Ten Island out in Fenna. Uh, yesterday, like there's not, there's, you could throw a blanket over them. There's not a massive, there's not a massive gulf between between one and eight, and uh, like it's probably one of the most open football senior football championships in a very long time. Like it, it, a, bra- a brave man would put a bet on a bet against any of the teams that's left in the championship at the moment to to say that they're not going to get to a final or not going to get to semi-finals in our cases. Yeah, and as the championship has developed, more teams have come into the reckoning. I certainly wouldn't. We talked about all Auckland at the start. I would have said Airog were poor. Uh, silly think the same, maybe, but compared to the standard that I've set in previous yep. years, Palatine were there. And um, now, apart from Palatine, who have gone out, I think there's a realistic chance that any one of the six teams left in it could win the championship now. Oh, I, I completely agree. Completely agree. I wouldn't uh, like. Does any? I, I put it this way: every camp sitting at ho- sitting at home and doing their, their sessions this week will have will realistically have in their own heads thinking that they have a chance of getting getting and winning a senior football championship. Like it, it's as open as it possibly could be. So, like, there's no there's no team out there at the moment that's saying, "Oh, we're we're only here to make up numbers," because that's definitely not the fact. We all have we all have as much of a chance as, as the other. Going into the the last, going into the quarterfinals and semi-finals. Yeah, tell us. Looking at your game at the weekend against um, Mount Leinster Rangers, um, were you surprised the way it developed? Yeah, like there's there's always a bit of a niggle and a bit of a, a bit of like these boys are playing like I didn't a niggle yet. I'm only talking about the game. Yeah. <laughs> but the game itself, the game itself. Listen, the game itself. You know what you get with Rangers. They're big physical men and. They, they, they kind of play a route one football and we, we had ourselves fairly well set up and the first part of Brian after the game he said he said a couple of harsh realities for for them 
that we started at 100 mile an hour. It took them time to get into the game, and, and it was probably the first 10 or 15 minutes of the game was where, where the game was won and lost. It, it's Realistically, that's not, not the case, but, but really, really, like, the first 10 or 15 minutes of the game, when we had won four or won five on the board, they were chasing the game from there on in, where, like, like, like we said, we started very quickly on, on Saturday, and that was our aim, and the, the weather was tough. It was, it was going to be tough. If anyone's going to get a lead, it was going to be very tough for somebody to bring it back, and we just kind of kept on trucking from there, from, from the early stages. Yeah, yeah. And you denied them any clear chances, really. And um, I don't know. I, I was disappointed with them, but then I, I wasn't surprised to see you coming out as, as well as you did. Yeah, like... Like like we we kind of had our homework done a small bit. We we kept ourselves fairly compact at the back and, and let them shoot from distance. And that was that was the the, the key from from Saturday night. Is that they were shooting from distance and some they were going over and some weren't. And if they didn't get goal chances and didn't score goals, we were positive enough that we'd get we'd get the correct result if goals weren't scored. And we kept a clean sheet and and we won the game. Yeah, and look, Robbie Kane played very well. He was all over the pitch. Paddy McDonald has come into his own this year, both in hurling and football. He's having a great year in both. They're just two lads off the top of my head. Keen Dyle yeah, is a full forward. I haven't said that. When we say full forward, there's lads Robbie all over the pitch. Positions mean nothing nowadays in, in Gaelic football. It's, it wants to be with the day that you'll have a big burly full forward that sits in there and sits on the edge of the square. It doesn't happen anymore. The game has evolved so much that... that the full forward needs to know how to play nearly full back at this stage because they're, they're, there's full backs that are pressing up the field that you need to be able to defend. It's just the game has evolved so much that we we don't really hold positions. But the four I mentioned, Paddy, Paddy Mack and Robbie, yeah, the two guys are having having a real good se- real good season so far. But there's more to come from the, these boys. Like people forget that that there's a massive crossover between football and and, and hurling in Bagnestown and. Both those gentlemen that, that you mentioned have played senior hurling for most of the senior hurling championship. But they're only starting to develop their football, starting to get the football in into where we want them to be at the moment. Like we've only played together as a squad with the management team that's in place. We have six games underneath our belt, and that's including three three championships games and three three challenge games. Like that's that's where we're at. Like so, we feel that we're slowly but surely heading in the right direction. Each game we get, we get used to our own system, used to our own players, and, and understanding what we want at the end of the day is positive results. Yeah, yeah. And look, you have the likes of Jamie Clark now, and um, he's he's really better than the side, and he's still so young. Like, you know, you expect so much from him the whole time, his pace and his ball-carrying ability, massive. Yeah, himself and Shane, like, like there are two county players to come back in, the two Clark brothers, like, and Chunny in the goal. Um, like, they bring a different dimension, even when even when the standards they set a train and when when they start to train with us, they bring the levels go up an octave or two, and they set standards and the lads follow row in behind them. Like and it, it's great, it's great for us as a club to have these two guys in with the county, and then come back to us and gives us all a lift. Like, they're, they're super super chaps. So honestly, like, the honesty in 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 the squad is like. Out, when you're outside the squad, people look in and they'll cast dispersions and say whatever they want to say. But, but the honesty with these group of lads is you'll ask them to do something and they'll do it. You stand on your head in the corner, they'll do it for you. They're they're just a, a, a great, honest bunch of chaps that we have. Like, Yeah, look, you look at Kieran Cunningham there as well. He lost his place on the Carlo team. He stayed in there. He stuck with it. And I think he's bringing his inter-county form to 
that uh, and he didn't do anything wrong in the county. I'm saying he's a good county player. He's brought that to the club as well, and he's he, he's kind of a constant confidence. Will it be right and say that he that he that when he's aiming his kickouts, lads are confident the ball is going to come to them, and he instills confidence in the lads who are up the field. He does care, and one thing about Johnny is he's very vocal. Like until you're standing on the side of the field and understand what he's shouting and where he's telling lads to go, he sees an awful lot. A lot of experience between the posts and Johnny is there. Like um, he sees an awful lot of stuff that's happening around the field that he's able to communicate out to the lads in front of. Him. And his kickouts are are exceptional. Like he, he kicked the ball on Sunday or Saturday even. He kicked it from his own half. He landed on Jamie Clark, and it was on the the, the far sixty-five when he's outside ready. To, Putting us on in a tactic, the stuff like that you can't, you can't. Um, to go unnoticed that those kind of the, the experience of having oh, a keeper sure, yeah. of that standard as well. Yeah, yeah. Tell me, how did you? Let I tell you, just go before we go away from Rangers. There is a bit of a niggle developing there in, among the players. You know, it's it's not healthy. I'm sure it's something that you've remarked on yourselves, and I'm not saying it's anybody's fault, but it's something that I myself, it was it was unpleasant now at the weekend. Yeah, it was, and it's something that's brewing. It's it's obviously brewing since the hurling, and the fact there's such a such a crossover. Um, we're both with both hurling and football and, and they get to know each other fairly well. I, I, I don't think that there's nothing real personal in it, Kieran, because when you get off the field, the lads are shaking hands and talking to each other. I just think when the lads cross the line and the, the emotions kind of run high for for to, to win, I think when they cross the, when lads cross the line, I think is, mm-hmm. is the big thing. Willie Willie sending off at the weekend was, was was probably a sending off. Christian was Christian was very harsh. I, I, I if if I'm Paul O'Brien looking at video evidence at the weekend, I wouldn't be surprised if if Chris Nolan tugs out for Rangers on Sunday because I was actually standing on the field when he was sent off. I was in my own lads and I don't see him being, I don't see him missing because he, I, he didn't strike. He, he was aggressive in, in pushing and shoving, but it's it, it's like it's not it's not a healthy not a healthy thing. But I don't think it's anything personal here. I think when lads get off the field, they, they'll shake hands because a lot of these lads are in the county. Intercounty colleagues as well, work colleagues. Like there's a there is a crossover there. So I was screaming. It's not healthy, but as a referee to blow up the match, the match had already gone into sixty three. Yeah, not in three minutes. And I was screaming like, why didn't the match official just say, "Lads, I'm blown full time. Do what you want to do now." And, yeah, and good, good looking. Now, look, it, it doesn't excuse lads having handbags and everything, but look, it's a man's game, and it happens, lads. Yeah. Lads, yeah. they're a bit like bantam cocks at times. They're not going to yes, reach and maybe just blow the full time whistle would have sorted it. Yeah, like and like it's uh, again. Uh, we don't we don't hold that or they don't hold. No, we're talking about the wrong things. Yeah, we don't need. Yeah, we don't need to go. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Look, I uh, I maybe I may, I'm after labouring that a small bit more. Look, we'll keep going. Yeah. Um. Who um, Who else do you? I know you were after saying that the six. Oh yeah, I do. Know I was going to ask it. Hurling from hurling to football. How did you? How did you manage that? Or did you find it hard? Was it something which the lads are used to at this stage? No. Well, in fairness, like at the start of the year, we had we had two separate managers in place, and things didn't work out um, with Rory. And Eddie kind of stepped in and said, "Listen, we'll go. He'll he'll take over both both squads." So, like. 
he's very very intelligent in the way he, he done things. There's always been a little bit of a pull and uh, to and fro with the football and hurling because every obviously everybody wants the same players to be at the peak of their their ability going into whatever championship that's going into. So in fairness to what what the start would happen is we put Eddie Eddie went in place. He took a, he has his hurling coach in place and he has his um, football coach in place and then he has two selectors on either side. He dragged me in, into the hurling setup as a as a hurley carrier stroke in the water boy. So he closed the circle of everybody that's involved in in the hurling setup was also involved in the football setup. So we now have a, a, a kind of a, a combined entrance that everybody wants the one goal for the club. So whether it's hurling or football, we're all pushing in the right direction. So when the crossover happened, we haven't got an awful lot of lads that aren't playing football versus playing hurling. Um, I think there's probably five or six lads that are playing hurling only. And I think there'll be only two if, or two or three lads that didn't help out. Well, there might be senior hurlers that would have played a bit of intermediate hurling and vice versa. A couple of lads that are playing football would have helped out with the junior, or sorry, a couple of lads that are playing senior hurling would have helped out with the junior footballers. So the crossover wasn't too bad because in fairness, we were getting our sessions in. We were getting we were getting one or two nights a week um, when we were hurling in the middle of senior hurling championship, which wasn't always the case in the past. So we've been slowly building towards a quarter final and we're slowly getting ourselves into the, the systems we want to, where we want to be at. So the crossover, while it's very difficult to manage, I think this year has been managed pretty well that we're sitting in the quarterfinal and looking forward to a quarterfinal and thinking our lads are, are in a good place at the moment. Yeah, and Eddie sounds to me he's a very persuasive man. Yeah, yeah, sure, listen, he, he's good at his job, I'll put it that way to you, he's good at his job and um, he gets, he seems to be getting the best out of some of our lads that, that haven't we haven't in the past, so it's positive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, come here, Justin. Put you on the. If you're not going to win the championship yourself, who who are going to be the the sides that will stop you? You really put me on the spot. Um, <laughs> it's a bit of a kind of a far fetched question. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. It is like yeah. Like I, who, I, I, who, again, I I, better again. Maybe more to the point. Who has impressed you with what you've seen? I'm sure you've been looking um, for the other I, game. Yeah, Rafaeli has probably impressed me the most. Um, Brendan Murphy's probably been the most standout. It's probably his best season in a Raffili jersey in a long time. He's he's exceptional. He's absolutely exceptional. He's in he's in super shape, and they've been they've been they've been very very good. Um, very good. They've definitely impressed me. Oh, Lockton have impressed me to to a certain extent as well. Like again, people write them off, but if you look at down to the squad, it's it's filtered with lads that are, that should be involved. In the two Roaches are two super footballers that. If they wanted to be, they could be in a Nile Cruz senior panel. And then you have the two Bambricks. You have Shami up front. That's that's as good as a chap to score a point. You have Cochrane. You have a lot, an awful lot of these lads that that right you right well. So a lot can have to impress because nobody gave them a chance to get out of that group. Yeah. No, nobody. Everybody's saying oh, Lachlan won't, won't get out of that group, and they've dug deep, put their head down. Barry Hess is right, and they went along and. Got out of the group, and like I said earlier, they could have been on automatically in a semi-final if things had went right. They had a real good goal chance yesterday that, that could have wrapped things up earlier in the second half, and they'd be ruined or, ruined or misses a small bit. They, they could be sitting in a semi-final, have a free week this week, and, and waiting for somebody to come play them. Yeah, somebody was saying to me from all out last night, how is Ian Atkinson not in the county team? I think that if he wants to go into the county team next year, he'll be... 
you get a red carpet in there, he'll be welcomed into it. Hook, line, and yeah, sink. there's a there's a good there's a couple of them in there. There's a couple of them out there that that would definitely that that the county football would definitely um be grateful to have them have them on, on the books because. There's a couple of super chaps there, really good lads. Yeah, Ty Roach, yeah, wearing number five jersey, yeah. scored two goals in the championship so far. Does Nancy yeah. Fowles would love to do that? Yeah, yeah, Ty and Niall, both of them, both of them, two brothers, they're 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 really good chaps in fairness to them, and, and they want to run all day. Niall big and physical, and Ty will just run and run and run and run and run. Ty is the kind of the, the equivalent of our Paddy Mac, so there's there's an awful lot of. Uh, there's an awful lot of parallels, uh, similarities, yeah, yeah, similarities in both squads. In fairness, yeah, yeah. Tin Rylands, have you watched them at all? Well, with our game, we've seen him in our game. We didn't obviously see much more of yeah. than that. Stephen Stephen O'Mara has them extremely well set up. Um, might be frustrating to watch, but at the end of the day, a wise soul once told me that doesn't. You're not here to entertain. You're here to win games, and and if he keeps winning games. Nobody can nobody can deny that. Like they're unbeaten going into the strip sitting there pretty in a semi final. Um they had, like again, I'd say they're in a scenario like everybody else, they're only starting to peak coming into the semi final. Once his team starting to peak coming into the semi final. So yeah. you, you can't like like you said at the start, Kieran, there's nobody there's none of the six teams that's left that you couldn't give you couldn't talk about and say that they haven't got a chance of winning a senior team. Like Airog yesterday, Jordan Morrissey came back for his first game this this year. From he's a massive addition to him. Back, back you, you're probably probably the best footballer in, in in the county, and he's sitting back in there. Ross Dunphy had a field again yesterday, and he's only improving. Like these guys are only starting to peak. This is the times your Airogs and your Affillies, historically your pals, only start to peak a quarter final, semi final stage. They get the slaughter, they get through their groups, and then they look at. Aiming for semi semi final, quarter final, semi finals, and finals. So there's none none of the teams that are left in the championship um, won't have will have, will all have something to say. Yeah, listen, I know nothing about the Airog win yesterday. Did you say Ross Dunphy had a? Yeah, Ross was Ross on the edge of the, moved Ross into the edge of the square um, yesterday, and he he seemed to be a thorn in in the pal side. Like so. His yeah, pace, he, he's pace. We reckon he missed one four in the last game. We said it'll never yeah. happen again. Obviously, you're just uh, yeah. No, he he he's a serious footballer, and he take a lot of managing um, for Rangers when they play him on on Sunday afternoon. Like they are again. Like I keep saying, teams are only starting to peak now. There's no point in peaking in the first or second round of the the, the, the league stages because. It's downhill from there, so you're aiming yourself towards quarterfinals and semi-finals, and games bring lads on. Like that game for Jordan on on um, Sunday will only bring him a little bit further down the road, so he'll be playing. They'll obviously play a quarterfinal against against Rangers on Sunday after ourselves. And going back to yourselves, is there anything that concerns you at the moment? Areas where you'd like to? And again, it's a bit of a silly question, but look, there's obviously every team was there's areas that they'd like to improve in, or areas that. I- Ah oh, yeah, of course, of course. Like, like, like I said, our system, our, our system works to a certain extent. I mean, just like the, the lads that, that we have are, are a great bunch of lads and buy into what what we're asking him asking him to do. Um, I wouldn't say concerns, but but definitely we have we have places that we need to we need to sharpen up on. We we need to control the game a little bit more when we're in possession. We need to be a little bit more patient when we're in possession on the ball. Um, our shooting needs to just to tie you up a little bit. Like we've kicked. 
probably a couple of extra wise and definitely the last two games we were a little bit more um clinical against Fenn in the first round but uh, but in Tin Island and and Rangers like we've kicked a couple of points that are kicked kicked a couple of wides that weren't really on so we just need to be a little bit more conservative with our with our play um but we're going in the right direction. I keep saying we're going in the right direction, but Tundell tell an awful lot and see exactly where we're at. Where we're at. Uh, so. Okay. Come here. Does it consume you at all down there in Bagelstone that you want to win a senior, whether it's a hurling or, or a football? Is there people down there that this is what they want, or do you just get out and play? No, no there's a big, there's a big, uh, there's a big one for a senior, a, a senior football or a senior hurling championship in Either one in or the other. Either one or the other, it's across the board. Like, and, and that was kind of showing us was a couple of years ago when we joined the two clubs together, St. Andrews and Aaron's own, that, that there was a, a field that we'd, we'd benefit from it. And slowly but surely, it's, it's starting to fester that we are. like Our senior foot hurlers were in, in the, cha- the championship final last year and our footballers are looking to, looking to go towards that this year. So, yeah, definitely. like We have never won a senior football championship. Uh, we have won senior hurling, but it's... 74, I think it was a, a, long, a long, long time ago for such a big town as well. Um, and, and and such a town is after giving so much to the intercounty panels as well throughout the years that you really think that we should be, we should have, but you don't get that, you don't get nothing, you don't earn either, Kieran. So let's have to have to really, really yeah, give that little funny. bit extra to get there. It's funny because I remember when I first heard that you were, it was the best kept secret I'd say ever in Ireland. <laughs> about the amalgamation because I was out walking the dog at eight o'clock in the morning on the green road in Carlo. And this fella pulled up and I didn't know his name, but I knew uh, he was a Bagelstone man. And he says, there's going to be a news breaking shortly, says he. And it was the, it was the amalgamation. I didn't know what he was talking about. He wouldn't tell me. So literally a few days later, the, the the word broke and, um, Look, it, it was a great, it was a huge achievement for you to do that. And uh, it, there seems to be a huge benefit. You've won underage titles, but as you say, the senior title is just eluding you at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Like, we had, we had three different clubs. We, we, we had an underage team set up. We had St. Andrews and we had, we had Aaron's own at the time. Like, it was madness to have three different setups, three different chair people, three different secretaries, three different committees. Like, it was across the board. It was, and, and the same kind of people across. That, that that's involved so like it took a lot of work there was a lot of work going in, in the background um that was that, that to bring it all together and yeah. and hopefully it will it will prove fruitful in 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 the coming years and even this year hopefully for us but it'll definitely be like we've always been successful underage uh, the underage setup has always been a very successful thing in Bagnastown it's just we never seem to be able to get to get lads from that underage setup into into senior level and and the amalgamation of, of the clubs really it doesn't it doesn't have chap making a decision whether I'm going to play with Aaron's own or whether I'm going to play with St Andrews. I'm still playing with the same team I was playing since I was now since I was six years old up to whenever I'm I'm, I'm returned. So that that definitely is going to benefit going forward as well for us. Yeah, just to wrap up, anything you've seen that did to me in your junior level that has impressed you? Um, I was very impressed with, with Tullo up until yesterday when Clamore uh, beat him. I thought Tullo were were a shoe in for um for the Brilliant, intermediate, yeah. but 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 Clamore gave him all the wanted. And I'd ima- if they stay away from each other, I think that'll be the the county final. Um, the the intermediate side of things, I think they're they're the two 
two teams that are the two farm teams in 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 the intermediate. Uh, Junior, you have to be impressed with the Cox. I think it's the first time in their history they're after winning three championship games in a row. Um, you're a great man for the stats. I wouldn't have, have thought <laughs> that me at all. Fair play to you. That's a good one. Yeah, they're, they're, like in fairness, like there's a lot of work after going in there. The two boys that's involved with with uh, the Cox, they could be involved at county level of, of that much experience. Well, they so have been. Morris they have to be impressed. Back, yeah, yeah, yeah. Morris and um. What's the chap from Raffili? What's his name? Uh, Tony Bolger. Oh, Tony, Tony. Bolger. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So like yeah. they 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 have a they have a massive backroom setup. So they have to be they have to be you have to be impressed with them that they sat they sat they, they beat us last year in a relegation playoff to stay up in junior football last year. So that'll tell you the, the strikes there after making it. They're in relegation last year. And now they're sitting pretty in a semi-final, waiting for somebody to come along. So they, they, you have to be impressed, impressed with there. But that junior championship is 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 serious enough because you have a lot of first teams there. You have Ballon, you have Lachlan Bridge. You, like there's a lot of teams there sitting there that. Mullins are there as well with the footballers. Now you know, fit is yeah, yeah, fit is yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah they play a lot in the next Sean O'Brien yeah. with with, with uh, the Cox as well. Like, um, I saw him a couple of weeks ago. I wasn't impressed by him, but I'm sure he won't mind me saying that. But he's found he's struggling to go down in the barn. Yeah, yeah. Anything that can, I, yeah, but he's, he's struggling. But he's getting better and better in every game. He's getting games that bring him on immensely as well. Like his presence alone yeah. is is massive for the lads around him as well. Like, and you have to remember they have a couple of real good footballers. Like Quigley's as good as good a forward as what's in the county. Yeah, yeah. So. There's an there's an awful lot of lads floating in around there that that uh, like the cocks are the cocks are are flying and and it's great to see it's great to see clubs like that like that that's that were under knees last year and now sitting in a in a semi final so yeah and it's good to see the likes of Saint Mullins c- competing at, at, at a decent you're level. Right, you're you're right because... saying that tug and cheek are you? <laughs> no, no, it's great for football. Like it's great for football yeah, to have yeah. to have all the, all the teams. Like it's a terrible pity we don't have the same in the hurling side of things that we don't have more teams being able to compete at the higher levels. Because if you have more teams, the standard of every everyone's standard rises. So yeah, all right. Listen, it was great to talk to you. I haven't really talked to you at length ever before. You know, I might have seen you around the ground or something like that. There was always somebody else during the post match. Look, it's great <laughs> to talk to you and um, much appreciated. No problem, Karen. Listen, we'll talk to you soon. All right.